These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. The Greens promised on Monday to implement a compensation and buyback scheme for Hunter residents impacted by PFAS. To date, neither major party has committed to the buybacks, which would allow affected residents to leave their contaminated properties. Newcastle Federal candidate John McKenzie said residents are trapped and unable to sell their land. When they were making the recommendations for this, uh, the key line that came out of it was justice delayed is justice denied. And I think that's got to be the number one consideration when we're thinking about this. Think about it from the residents' point of view. Their properties are completely unsellable. A business site at Mayfield West was evacuated on Monday after a chemical leak saw 13 people taken to hospital. Emergency crews rushed to the site on Woodstock Street around 8am following reports workers had been exposed to naphthalene, a chemical commonly found in moth repellent. 13 people were taken to the John Hunter and Calvary Mater hospitals for monitoring as fire crews conducted atmospheric testing. The source of the leak remains undetermined. Chemical plant Coppers Carbon Materials and Chemical is denying responsibility for the leak. IPART revealed on Tuesday the volume of submissions made to the tribunal regarding the proposed rate rise for Port Stephens delayed their publication. 60% of all submissions made to the agency relate to Port Stephens, despite 12 other councils also applying for a special rate variation. Local MP Kate Washington said she's called on Mayor Ryan Palmer to listen to residents and scrap the rate rise. I was one of almost 700 local Port Stephens residents who've made a submission to IPART opposing the rate rise that has been proposed by council. A 23-year-old man who died in a house fire at Barnsley on Tuesday has been remembered as a good family man who would give the shirt off his back if you needed it. The body of Brad Heffy was found in the Macquarie Street home early Tuesday morning by firefighters. His two sons, aged four and two, and their mother also lived in the house but weren't home when the fire broke out. The cause of the fire has not yet been determined, but police say it's not being treated as suspicious. Economic indicators from Wednesday morning's Upper Hunter Economic Breakfast reveal the local economy has continued to decline from its 2017 high. While there is a decline, business performance, confidence and expectations are still positive, but there's a growing uncertainty due to a slowing labour market. Lead economist for the centre, Dr Anthea Bill, said the findings are in sync with national statistics. Political uncertainty at the national level is playing in. There's been some downgrading of global forecasts and there might be a little bit extra coming uh, impacts within the region around some softening in the thermal coal price and so we'll be watching that with future economic indicators. Newcastle MP Sharon Clayton has pushed for Throsby Creek to receive funding for environmental works if Labor is successful at the federal election. The federal MP wants to see investment in gross pollutant and litter traps across the catchment to stem the spread of harmful plastics. Shadow Minister for the Environment and Water Tony Burke was in Newcastle on Thursday to discuss the project's potential with Sharon Clayton and State MP Tim Crackenthorpe. Tony Burke said a Labor government will work to prevent further damage to urban waterways. As part of new environmental laws, the answer is yes. Because the current government isn't promising to change environmental laws, they can't act. We're willing to go to new environmental laws and have promised that we'll have new environmental laws. So that will give us the capacity to do things such as the banning of single-use plastic bags and also the banning of microbeads.
The Mayor of Singleton on Thursday expressed the community's wishes ahead of the upcoming federal election set for May 18. Funding for the New England Highway Bypass remains at number one, with calls for Singleton to be recognised as a drought-affected region also a priority. Mayor Sue Moore said there are a number of concerns which need to be urgently addressed at a federal level. State government has already committed funds to it and it is progressing that it needs federal government funding to actually be constructed and progress to the next stages. For the first time in a decade, Newcastle City Council this week released a budget which doesn't rely on reserve funds for a surplus. The draft, released on Thursday, documented Council's sixth consecutive surplus, expected to reach almost $12 million. Lord Mayor Newitali Nell said providing a budget which did not dip into reserve funds is important for Newcastle's future. Having significant funds in reserve to actually provide future works in the city is one of those really important components of saving for the future. So the city of Newcastle doesn't rely on loans or borrowing to deliver services for ratepayers. On Friday, it was revealed the Department of Defence plans to spend millions of dollars on PFAS investigations but hasn't allocated any compensation for affected residents like those living in Williamtown. Close to $400 million will be spent between this financial year and 2023 to continue investigations at contaminated military bases. Coalition Against PFAS President and Fullerton Cove resident Lindsay Clout said investigations are already complete at Williamtown. But what have we achieved from that? There's a lot of work going on on the base in an attempt to clean it up, but Defence are still unable to stop the chemical leaking off the base and off the base... There is nothing happening at all. And Honeysuckle's $55 million public domain project began its final stages on Friday after 30 years of development. The project is run by the Hunter and Central Coast Development Corporation and will see the development of new public parks and waterfront promenades. CEO Valentina Masevska says initial works will begin on the seawall. The work that is starting as of um, this month is we're looking to do some seawall work. So we'll be bringing in about 160,000 tonnes of rock to stabilise um, old seawalls um, and then in the future we'll, be doing, we'll also be doing some roads to, road works to straighten Honeysuckle Drive.